Hey folks, and welcome to Owning Cats Alone with Friends, a podcast where people own cats and that's it, and that and we're cool because of it. My name's Chris. Interesting title. What up? It's Todd. That's right. It's 2020 now. And it, it is, and we eliminated the weakest link of the podcast. Right, we did. As they say, hindsight is twenty twenty. So, ooh, yeah, ooh. We look back <laughs> on this past year and notice that you know us cat people are just uh, superior beings. So, um, sorry, Obert. It, it's been fun. <laughs> yeah, we had to we had to kick him off. Yeah, he's gone forever. I mean, yeah, I mean, we were really we were just you know we kind of outgrew Obert. That's what it. That's what it boils down to. Yeah, I think so. You know, he, you know, he, he couldn't, couldn't meet his new New Beer's resolution. Kind of tried to sabotage this year's New Beer's resolution. So we just had to say, eh, see you later, yeah. Obert. Yeah. Now the only thing is, we need a casting call for a new member of the Drinking Alone with Friends podcast. And I don't know. I'm thinking we reach out to Stone Cold. I think he's up there. Yep. Uh, Chris Jericho also was interested. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, so those are those are the two two top people right now. Um, I'm sure there's like some kind of world famous beer beer drinker. Out well, I also there. heard that Joe Rogan was interested. He came in as a dark horse candidate last minute and was oh yeah like hey guys, can I join your your awesome podcast? Yeah, he really wants like a stepping point to like really launch his podcast, and he knew that this was the right place to do it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, we have a lot of good candidates, and you know, in the coming weeks, you know, we hope to to announce who our new co-host will be. Right. Yeah. You know, it's and what's weird is even though we just kicked him off the show, Obert put his hat back in the ring. I don't know why, but well, I mean, it do be like that sometimes, right? Right. Yeah. He just he he wasn't quite quite happy with the pink slip we sent him. <laughs> he wants oh, he man. wants a slighter, slightly more pink pink slip next time. Right. Exactly. The dark pink. Um, no, but uh, he is traveling. He's actually like probably right down the road from you, huh, Todd? Uh, I don't know exactly where he is. My Obert tracker is a little bit off today. <laughs> um, kind of running on the fritz. But I, I do know he is somewhere within the same state as me. There you go. Okay. That's more than I can say. Yeah. And he was like, I don't know. It's, it, you know, going back home to Connecticut when I know because we just did it a couple months ago. It's like. Your all of your time is already booked, and he was like, he was like, God, just do with do one without me. And I was like, all right, we'll we'll figure it out. So, and then ho- hopefully we're all back to normal next week. Yeah, and then you know, also at the same time, Chris and I uh, kind of were just like, hey, you know, we can do drinking alone with friend. Um, aka, right. we also forgot to reach out to other people to join in. <laughs> yeah, I was actually like talking to some folks the other day that are ex co-hosts or co-hosts. Uh, like Jordan was, I was messaging you know, let's just him. Just call him Gordon. Forth. I don't know. I'm hey, I'm tired. From now on, <laughs> his new name is Gordon, like the fisherman. Gordon the fisherman. Yeah, that works. Anyways, I was I was texting Gordon and um, you know, talking about our Christmases and uh, the rise of Skywalker and stuff like that. And uh, I met, I was totally gonna ask him and just completely slipped my mind. So pretend pretend Gordon's here. So yeah, I mean, Gordon is definitely. Yeah, he's missed. Uh, he's definitely a front runner to replace Obert as a per- new permanent member. Yeah, he's like mid pack, I'd say. Yeah, we've got I mean, some good. We got some good talent coming in. So he's, he's ahead of Stone Cold and Jericho, and and of course Joe Rogan. Right. Yeah. <laughs> as a more successful podcaster. Anywho, um, happy New Year. Uh, you know. Oh, that's right. Serv- 
Yeah, that's right. You survived one whole. When you're listening to this, you've survived one whole day of 2020 so far. I mean, in all actuality, the second is really like the first day. Right. Yeah. Because the first day you're just like hung over the whole day. So. Right. um, So you know, welcome to 2020, people. (laughs) Now that you're finally awake, welcome to 2020. Um, And what's a better way that to celebrate a new year than with maybe a new beer or two or three? So. How many beers are we drinking? I'm drinking at least one. <laughs> this this could, folks, if there you guys go. have heard the podcast in the past when Obert's not here, there's no keeping track of Chris and I when Obert's not here to keep us on task. Things so, go squirrely. Yeah. Things go sideways. So this could, this <laughs> this podcast could be the start of a you know four hour and ten minute podcast where Chris and I proceed to drink through the entire fridges in our house. Oh, mine actually just got restocked for Christmas, so because my family just buys me beer now (laughs) well i mean what better way to start cleaning it out than on a six hour edition of drinking alone with friends yeah that's very true very true our 70th episode first of 2020 it's a big deal and for this episode we'll be going 24 hours there we go 24 hour stream live on live on five days ago wait (laughs) where you must drink a beer every 30 minutes for 24 hours That'd be a bad podcast. <laughs> It'd be entertaining for the first like two hours, three hours. If that, if anybody even listened that long, I don't think they would. I wouldn't. I edit it. I wouldn't even edit it. I would just, yeah, here we go. Just take it. Uh, man. So, so you want to start us off in 2020? Or do you want me to go? I, I mean, if you're going to give me the honor of starting us off in the new year, I'm obviously going to jump all over that. Okay. All right. You go then. So this week I decided to bring... A uh, heavy hitter of a stout to the podcast. Um, nice. Yeah. And I brought, obviously, a Bourbon County brand stout. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on a, a streak of stouts, so I decided to kind of keep it up going into the new year. And this week, I have a Dragon's Milk. It's a reserve oatmeal cookie stout. It's bourbon Ooh. barrel age. It's a bourbon barrel aged stout with cinnamon raisins brown sugar oats and vanilla extract wow that sounds awesome it smells amazing um it's 11 percent abv and obviously it's by new holland brewing company the company that's based out of holland michigan and they brew dragon's milk among other stuff but it's really their dragon's milk beer that puts them on the map yeah that's actually one of my favorite stouts i think is just their dragon's milk is just so good yeah, and I'm a big fan of their normal Dragon's Milk. I've never had one of these reserve ones, so when I noticed it at the store, I had to hop all over it and bring it to the pod. Nice. So, as you can see, it's uh, and this is for the listeners. I'm going to make sure I describe this in detail. It is dark as night. Yep, super dark. Uh, there's no seeing through that. Obviously, you guys can see uh, my cool new, or Chris, you can see my cool new mug. It'll be in the oh, picture yeah. on Instagram, so uh, go check that out. It is a dart frog from Tox Brewing Company, which we'll get into in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so the nose, it just kind of smells like a stout, but with a little bit of oatmeal uh, back to it. So uh, let's take a sip and see what it's what it's like. Yeah, it's got the nice frothy head on it. Looks really good. So, yeah. Oh, wow. It's really bad, guys. Sorry. This tastes <laughs> exactly like an oatmeal cookie. Ooh. Holy wow. Nice. It's awesome. like getting punched in the face with cinnamon and raisins and brown sugar. Like... I feel like I just ate a cookie. Hmm. Like it even has it, like that cookie aftertaste. Is it? I was gonna ask. Is it like really, really sweet or? It's definitely very sweet. Okay. Um. Yeah. On you know, 
on a scale from where, you know, zero is water and, you know, 10 is like licking a sugar cube. Right. That's the scale <laughs> I would use. Um, I would put this probably at like a, an eight or a nine. Okay. So it is. Yeah. I mean, it sounded sweet, especially when you mentioned the brown sugar and tasting like a cookie, but you know. We gotta paint that picture for the listeners. Yeah, so listeners, picture yourself picking up an oatmeal raisin cookie and then not taking like a small bite, but like shoving the whole thing in your mouth and like chewing it all at the same time. Mm. And then That's, like putting some swallowing some water and then like shaking it up in your mouth and like then drinking the oatmeal cookie. Yeah, that's the beer. <laughs> Okay. You also right. throw a shot of bourbon in there just so you get a little bit of a bourbon aftertaste too. Oh, there we go. This uh this is fantastic. Um I like I I've never like I said, I've never had one of these reserve beers before, but I don't think I'll ever not buy a Dragon's Milk Reserve when I see one now. This is Huh. I'm extremely impressed. Oh, that's awesome. And Sounds like, really good. I like my stouts to be super sweet. It's more of it's my preference. And this one just has like the the right amount of otherness going on with the sweetness so it's got mm. you know some of that oats and some of the the raisins on the back end and i guess raisins nice. are sweet too but yeah <laughs> it's yeah it's good i'm as ha- sweet as brown sugar that's that's true <laughs> that raisins are probably like a four on the sweetness scale right brown sugar is like you know 9.999 <laughs> awesome that's that's and did you say the abv on that thing yeah I, it's 11 percent Okay, there you go. All right, so not as only is it a cookie, but it's a cookie that can get you drunk. So yes, yeah. This uh, good... this beer had been aging a little bit too. It's uh, it was bottled on nine on Albert's birthday. Oh wow, look at that! April Fools? No, no, his actual birthday. Oh okay. <laughs> um. So you know, cheers to our ex co-host Obert. Right. <laughs> May <laughs> his his memory is with us. Is haunting. He's haunting us via your beer. So. Well, at least it's a good beer for him to haunt us with, and it didn't turn go. into a face your beer segment. Right, that is very, very true. So, so what do you, what do you what would you rate this beer? Like, say on a scale of zero to five. Oh, that's a weird scale to rate off. I of. know. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give it a four and a half. Okay. Right. Um, very if, if it was the new untapped scale, which hasn't been rolled out yet by 2020, which is interesting, I'd probably give it more of a, a 4.6, maybe a 4.7. Oh, okay. So you're, you're, you're a high four and a half. Yes. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm in love with this beer at the moment. Nice. That's awesome. So if you had to guess what the 11,000 check-ins say of this beer. Oh, wow. Yeah. 11, that's pretty, it's pretty stout. What is this think? the 2019 version? Or is it the general? Because I got to know what I'm rating against here. That's just the general. Um, I don't see it broken down on untapped. Okay. I am going to say that people, hmm, I think people like Dragon Smoke a lot. I'm going to give it a 4.36. Okay. All right. Uh, not quite that high. 4.16. Oh, so close. Uh, that's pretty close. Now, my friends check-ins, I have three friends that checked in, it's a 4.55, so it's more on your more on your side. Hmm. Um, no, Dragon's Milk's really, really good, um, and I don't know if I've ever had any variants of it either, uh, and I'm pretty jealous of you, because it sounds amazing. It sounds like something I would want to drink. Well, picture um, like the Imperial, or Imperial Donut Stout from Burial that you've had on here before. Uh, the Skillet, yes. Yeah, the Skillet. Yep. It's sweet like that. Okay, all right. 
Yeah, that that is a pretty sweet beer. That's a delicious beer too. Um, but that's that's awesome. That's really good. So yeah. that's in that's Jenna's neck of the woods up there. Correct. You know what, <laughs> Jenna? Reach out. Um, I'd be interested in seeing what variants you can get as you're as you live, like you know, in their brewery's backyard. And right. by backyard, I mean like all the way across the state, but it's still at the same time within the same state. Right. Yeah. So speaking of Jenna, um, for those of you that follow our Instagram and saw the live video I did last week sometime. Oh, uh, you mean uh, on on New on Christmas Eve day? Yes, Christmas Eve day. So Jenna was nice enough to send me a mix six of some beers she had, and I'm I'm gonna drink one that I think is pretty fitting considering the occasion. Okay, and that and that's the Stone Enjoy by One One Twenty Twenty. So, well, I feel like that's very fitting. Very. I mean, fitting. now granted, this is the second, and you drank it a day late, but well, I mean, in the fictitious timeline of our podcast, yes, that I am late, but <laughs> <laughs> in real life, I am I am drinking this in perfect time. That is um, true. So, and it's uh, a can it's, too, which I don't know them to be usually in cans. This isn't a can, yeah. So, and obviously, Stone is not from Michigan, but I think she got sent these from Stone because she's like a famous beer person now. Um, you know, clearly too big for our podcast be- because of how big of a stepping stone we gave her. I mean, that's what I mean. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so she's, but she sent this to me, and I was pretty excited by it. Um, I mean, I've had a handful of the Stones in the past, so the in- enjoy buys. So let's. I'm curious to see how this one is. Yeah, you know, as you're getting ready to pour that, and you know, we know you're going to end up doing a crisp pour. Jenna, you know, this is the perfect time in your life where I feel like you should like appreciate the pod's words of like sending Tud beer to try for face your beers and stuff like that, and seeing if maybe you can get me up to a five star rating on a beer. Obviously, you know, as we announced a couple weeks ago, you know, it's point in your life where you can't really drink much beer for a little bit. So uh I'd be happy to help out with that. Uh you know, just send it to me. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm not going to lie cuz I mean, I sent her a six pack of beer a, a a little while ago and I'm I don't I knew she was going to get me back. Now, it is a little c- suspicious that she gets me back as soon as she becomes pregnant, but like, you know, um <laughs> she sent you the beers that she didn't want. She didn't want him to go bad. That's my guess. My guess is she's like, oh, I should probably send this out because it's going to go bad. But that is true. Yeah, Jenna, send me all the beers that are about to go bad. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, uh, Jake also drinks beer. but Nope, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. He's you know, solidarity. If you can't drink, he can't drink, right? Um, no, that's that's mean. Don't, make, don't do that. <laughs> that. That would be extremely mean. Jenna, oh, you man. know, write in. How is that experiment going? Right, right in. Is that mean? Right in. Are you mean? <laughs> oh man, we're all over the so, place, folks. Yeah, it's crazy. So a lot of citrus on the nose. I like that a lot. Um, very, very good smell. I'm gonna say hmm, mango. I don't know. <laughs> it definitely. It's but it smells very, very sweet. So um, you know, I could pick up something like that. But here we go. Let's see how it is. So I've had multiple enjoy buys before. Um, I, I I do make it a point that when I see them, I do buy them. They sell them usually in bottles and bombers, though. So I'm kind of curious to know how this this can changes the the flavor and the and your perception of the beer. Because obviously, beers taste different out of bottles and cans and bombers and draft and whatever. Right. So this beer is awesome. Um, 
It's definitely more, the taste-wise at least, I get a lot more of the West Coast style, like more piney, um, you know, more of the earthy tones uh, with, a, with a pretty harsh bitterness on it. So, I, and I, as we all know, I, I enjoy the bitterness quite a bit. So, um, I get a small, a, t- a hint of citrus, like a hint of that, of the juiciness, but not, not, not nearly compared to the nose. The nose, I just, it smells very, very sweet. But the taste is just, you know, a lot of those pines, a lot, of, a lot of pine, a lot of earth. Um, I thought you had said pond there for a second. A lot of pond, just you know, pond water, um, <laughs> which is the purest water on earth. Yes, um, nothing purer than Hope. some nice pond, right? <laughs> but some pine, you know, uh, and then that uh, pretty intense bitterness that hits you like kind of towards the middle and then finishes out. So um, I don't know what the IBUs. Let me see if it's on the can because I'd be curious. I think we're getting up there. Um, no, no. Todd, when you look up the untapped, we're going to have to see what the IBUs are. Yeah, I'll make sure that I make that a point of uh, informing the audience what that is. Right. So 9.4% alcohol. This is an unfiltered beer, as all of the enjoy buys are. Um, and what what would you say that you pick out most for like the fruit notes? Um, hold on. I mean, honestly, it's just like, I don't know. I get like a lot of, for me, it tastes like a lot of orange. Maybe a little bit of maybe a little bit of pineapple, but I don't know. It's so it's it's pretty bitter, so it's kind of hard to dis- distinguish what's what in there. I'm sure I'm sure I could look it up online and cheat, but um, yeah, it's all right. You guys, you guys, beer beer is whatever you want it to be. That is true. If you want it to taste like star fruit, you let it taste like star fruit. <laughs> That's right. Um, but no, it's a very very good beer. I'm gonna give this a four and a quarter. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I I really enjoy it. Um, I would definitely suggest everybody go get it. Um, and I I have had the enjoy buys before. Um, but this I think this one kind of like reinvigorated like a spark in me. Like I think I want to get I think I want to try and get them more often now. So um, yeah, they they go through a lot of different variants. Uh, for those of you who don't know much about this beer, um, sometimes they they're eh, and sometimes they're really good. As Chris is describing his current experience. Mm. I've never had a bad one, but there have been some that are like been that have been eh, okay. You know, I, I can drink a six pack of this. It's not that I want to, but it's not bad enough for me to say I'm not drinking this. Right. Yeah. My my favorite one was uh, I think from like April of like t- 2018, where uh, it was like a tangerine flavored. It honestly tasted like a treehouse beer. It was fantastic. You know, you say that I think I may have had that one. I'd have to go. I'd have to go back into the untapped. But that sounds so familiar, like a tangerine flavored uh enjoy by i i believe i brought a few bottles to your house at the time all right that makes a lot of sense because <laughs> i was obsessed with the beer <laughs> yeah because that sounds so familiar that you know um but no very solid beer i'm very happy with it um you know if you're if you're more of a juice bomb kind of guy i probably wouldn't get it because it is very very bitter um but i'm i'm gonna guess it's like mid 80s ibu that's my that's my guess. So so do you want to give an actual number? Okay, I'm going to go 80. No, I'm going to go 80 82. That's my, that's my guess. And I'm going to go with uh 4.07 average on untapped. Okay. So out of 14,000 <laughs> check-ins. Oh, holy shit. You were oh so close. 4.02 for the rating. Ah, damn it. But the IBUs are 94. Okay, all right. So it's extremely high and extremely bitter. Yeah, that's. I knew it was high, but I've been fooled before. So 
I almost went over 90, but I was like, ah, I don't know. So Now, for those listeners out there uh, who have had a lot of beer, Julius, for example, is a 72 IBU. So this is much, much more bitter than a Julius or a Haze. Right, yeah. Those those to me are like definitely a little bit more... They're, they're definitely more juicy, in my opinion. I mean, they're not the juice bombs that you get sometimes, but, you know, they're definitely more palatable. Um, and for those of you, you know, we talk about IBUs a lot, and I don't know if we've ever talked about what they are. I'm not sure. So just real quick, for those of you that may be beer newbies... Hey, look or, at this one. As we like to, as we like to call them, boobies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is a, it's this is a good beer knowledge minute. Brought yeah, to you by yeah. Chris. Yeah, because I mean, we talk about IBUs, and I talk about how I love my my bitters and all that stuff. Um, but it's an it's an IBU is an international bitterness unit, and it's simply just a gauge on the beer's bitterness. <laughs> and the technical terminology or the technical like description is uh, it measures the parts per million of isohumulone found in a beer. So that's the acid, the acid that's found in the hops that gives the beer its bitter taste. So you are so, a humulone fan. Yes, the isohumulone fan right here. <laughs> I've had, I, I have many t-shirts that say that. So, you know, for those of you that hear us talk about that kind of stuff um, that may not know, I mean, I didn't even know what isohumulone was until I just read it online, but um, I just knew it meant this is a bitter beer. This isn't a bitter beer. I mean, that's basically the, what people need to know is that the higher the number, the more bitter it's going to be. Um, when you drink a beer such as like a Dragon's Milk, for example, the IBU is super low. Um, on this beer that I'm currently drinking, the IBU is registered at a zero. Right. Um, and then I've, which kind of tracks because you said it was super sweet. Yeah, and you know, and with most stouts and with most porters, your IBUs are going to be zero. Uh, it's really when you get into the IPAs that that's the number you want to look out for, especially if you're not a fan of of bitter beers. You kind of want to steer more towards like the seventy range of IBUs. You know, IPAs can get up to hundred over a hundred. Yeah, yeah, hundred and forty IBUs. And be super, super bitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's part of the, for the longtime listeners, um, our friend, co-host, uh, Jenna, who gave me this beer. And thank you, Jenna. It's very delicious. Um, I'm saying, Jenna, you would not like this beer because she is not a fan of the of the bitter, bitter beers. So she's probably pretty glad she gave it to me and she'd send me all oh, the rest of them, too. So, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, besides the one that she sends to me. <laughs> I mean, she could save one for our our new our new co-host, whoever that may be. Which oh, I just got a I just got a fax because that's how we do business here. Well, that's part of. And uh, Ooh, who's it from? Ben Affleck has thrown his name in the ring. I don't know why. Oh well, you know, I mean, obviously, he's always wanted to hop into podcasting. That's true. Yeah. So, but so we'll add him to the pool of candidates. Um, let us know uh, podcast at gmail.com, who you want to be the new. Uh, third member of this podcast. Yeah, yeah, easily. I mean, it could be anybody, just not Obert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you, if you write in saying that you want Obert back, then maybe we'll consider giving him his job back. But <laughs> so. so, Chris, uh, over the weekend, I went brewery exploring. Ooh, brew exploring. It's one of my favorite things to do. It is a very, very time honored tradition of going out and finding new breweries around you. Mm. taste the fruit of their labor and uh and you know the flavor of their beer as the saying goes yeah so where'd you end up going so at first um as if as followers our instagram though i went to uh 
the 12% beer project down in North Haven, Connecticut. Um, we've talked about 12% beer project before on this podcast, but for those of you who don't know, it is basically a beer collective of sorts where people can rent out tank space and our breweries can rent out tank space at this location and basically brew massive quantities of their beer and then have it canned and distributed out to retailers. That way they can you know distribute Connecticut, surrounding areas. I mean, hell, even all the way down to Florida and North Carolina, I believe. Yeah. Chris has seen some 12% beer project beers down there. Mm-hmm. So basically, it's it you know you can go in there on certain days and you might get a beer from you know 18 different breweries depending on how many beers they have on tap. So while we were there, we definitely tried a lot of different beers. Uh, they had seven breweries on tap, some of which I had never heard of, and others which are time-honored uh, Connecticut favorites, such as Evil Twin and Fat Orange Cat. Oh, um, nice. Omnipolo was uh, was also on tap. Omnipolo is great. Yeah, they. I mean, tons of different breweries, uh, uh, tons of different beers and breweries. Twelve uh, percent beer project happens to be. It seems to be like the main. Uh, United States location for Omnipolo to brew their beer, which is really cool for them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I know I've had a few Omnipolo beers now. And now, whenever I see them in a store, I always buy them because that what was it, the Hilma we got or you got a long time ago. Yeah. That, with the, the milkshake, uh, <laughs> burgers and fries IPA. Right. Yeah. Which was a face your beer segment if you go all the way back because we drank three cans that were like a billion years old. Anywho, um, <laughs> You know, just start at episode one and keep going till you find it, and then just continue going for seventy episodes. Um, but yeah, Omni. So a- after that beer, I'm just like any Omni Polo I see, I always pick up, and it's always twelve percent beer project, which is so cool. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, they. They also do that with another uh, international company now, t- or international brewery called Dugas or Dugas D U G G E S. Don't ask me how to say that. I'm going to call him Dugas. Yeah, that sounds that sounds right. And I happen to have their uh, chocolate chip stout, and I posted a picture of it on, up on our Instagram, and that beer was fantastic. You talk about this New Holland beer tasting like a cookie. That one also tasted like a cookie, but a chocolate chip one. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's more of a cookie beer weekend, apparently. And on top of that, I was able to go explore the uh, Jumpstart Brewery of the Year in Connecticut uh, called Tox down in New London. It's mm. on... It's on Broad Street, and uh, the logo is what's on my mug. It's a dart frog, and that is because uh, Tox is run by a toxicologist who works for Hartford Hospital currently, and his name is Dane, and he's a toxicologist, so his entire brewery is toxicology-themed, including you know poisonous dart frogs and uh, people with gas masks, and you know everything is is toxicologist themed including down to the the glasses that are served that your beer served to you in the in the brewery are little beakers oh nice okay (laughs) yeah i like that cool i didn't realize that was i i didn't know why they called it tox obviously i'm not part of the brewery at all but um i just assumed it was like toxin or something you know whatever i don't know because poison dart i don't whatever so but i've heard nothing but great things about their beer and about the location and everything so can you confirm? I can. So yesterday was my first time ever going there, and I can confirm that the rumors are true. They make a great beer. <laughs> um, their IPAs are fantastic. They had a pecan porter called it's it's called a pecan actually. Um, so either way you pronounce it, somebody <laughs> can say it's pronounced the other way. Uh, right. They they help. They had that uh, brewed with uh, Little House Brewing, which Obert and I have both talked about on this podcast. Mm. 
That's also a good spot. Another great brewery. Um, everything that everything that Tox did was was great. I mean, I feel like they have a little bit of help, obviously, because Dane is a toxicologist, so he's really good at chemistry. So that really helps when you know mm. brewing beer, right? But overall, yeah. a great spot. I mean, it's a small little location right off a of Broad Street in New London, right next to Ilianos. For those of you who are familiar with the area, mm. and you know, just stay tuned because I, I have a feeling that there may be an upcoming future interview with Dane to be broadcast right here on this podcast, as well as Ooh. as well as some special uh, special beers that may be coming along from this brewery as well. Nice. Yeah, I remember their Kickstarter. Like, I don't know what a year and a half ago now, a year a year now. I don't remember. And it was like I don't know, got funded in like two seconds. It was crazy. Like. And, yeah, you know. I debated uh, joining that. It would it would have been like I think you would have been part of like their Growler Club, where it was like five hundred dollars and you get Growlers for life. And part of I me mean, is always not a bad deal, right? Part of me is always worried about doing that because you never know if the brewery is going to stick around, right? And you've never had their beer. That's true. Having had their beer yesterday, I would have felt more supremely confident in giving them five hundred dollars than right. uh, than I did back then. So that's my mistake. Uh, Dane, please forgive me. I know that uh, Dane is also now a listener of this podcast. So, Ooh. hi, Dane. What's up, Dane? I'm the cool one, aka the non-cool one. Look at me. I got. Hey, Dane, if you're interested in being a co-host, uh, oh yeah, you know, send us an email: <laughs> dawfpodcast at gmail dot com. That's right. Yes, we're we're taking applications. Oh, we're getting <laughs> another fax in. Oh, it's Dane. Yeah, he heard that right away. Oh wow, he just knew. Dane days in the past <laughs> yeah he's on top of it that's how that's how they get good beer they're just on top of it so that's awesome yeah we're talking about trying to do some brewery hopping because we haven't done it and i don't think i've been brewery hopping since your bachelor party to be honest uh that's that's a lie is it you just you just lied to all the listeners oh no because i've seen you since then huh we went brewery hopping when we were down there <laughs> in october oh yeah okay never mind so since then though <laughs> I don't think I've been to a brewery since then. So, well, it's no, almost we have... like you have like a small child or something. I know. Well, he's not small anymore. He's two years old now. It's crazy. It's still yeah. kind of small. Yeah. Nah. He he's he's a beast. Yeah. CJ's birthday was yesterday for those listeners. So December twenty eighth, he turned two. And uh... happy birthday, CJ. Yeah. I know you birthday, can't listen CJ. to this podcast, but happy birthday. <laughs> no, twenty years from now or nineteen years from now, he might listen to this podcast. When we're on episode, I don't know, however many episodes that is. 15,000 something. <laughs> um, and yeah, so it was his birthday and I baked, I baked a cake and all that fun stuff and he got covered in frosting. So it was a lot of fun. He's two years old and it's unbelievable. Having kids is weird. Kids are weird. We we got him this house for Christmas. It's like a little playhouse. Uh, it's got a door and a couple windows and things like that. Um, and the other night, last night, he was like, Going in the door, closing it, and then opening the window, and then going headfirst out the window, <laughs> and then flopped onto the ground, closed the window, and then ran around to the door again, opened it, and then just kept doing that until he wore himself out. I don't. Well, understand. he he was practicing escaping in the event of a fire. <laughs> That's probably good. I mean, yeah, there's a bunch of ventilation in this thing, so if it did catch on fire, it'd go up in flames. So you know. Yeah, he was, he was just practicing. He's making sure that before he becomes really comfortable, he has all his exit strategies planned out and practiced accordingly. I'm currently sending you a Snapchat of said house. <laughs> this does not help the listeners at all, but I'm going to send it to Obert, too. 
Are you just going to rub rub in his face that he's no longer part of this? I'm actually going to send it to anybody who should be listening to our podcast. So, they, and so if you get this and you have no idea what I'm talking about, then that's on you for those of you that are listening. Oh, wow. That's a big house. Yeah, it's a very big house. Yeah, we go all out. I could also see how you would say that there's a lot of ventilation. <laughs> he just needs to make sure that each one of those windows is escapable. Uh, right, right. So I think because it's 2020, new new year, new show, two two co-hosts, I think we need to change it up a little. Everybody's missing more beer. Are you thinking what I'm thinking? I think we're thinking the same thing, and that is, I think we're going to do some bonus beers. This dual episode. beers. Dual beer. Dual beer episode. 2020 stands for two hosts, zero oberts, two beers, zero oberts. <laughs> <laughs> you know what 2020 really annoys me with? Is that because, that because there's two zeros, but they're not next to each other, you can't have the glasses that are the two OOs with your with your eyes in between them. <laughs> that's very true. Unless you want to put a two like randomly in the middle of your forehead. Right. That's very true. Yeah. But anyways, so we're going to do some bonus beers, and uh, I'm going to lead off this time. Yeah, I think you should. Uh, I mean, I let off first, so right. you should go now. And I have a special treat, because I know you had this You had this beer not that long ago, and that is uh, the 2019 Mad Elf. Ooh. Yeah, so... Where did you um, find... You found it in a can as well. Yeah. Where are you I'm finding just, all these canned beers? <laughs> I just... They send them straight to me. No, I... Um, <laughs> So, we had family come to town, and like I said, everybody knows I like beer pretty no. clearly. Do you? Yeah, I do. Believe. Have it you ever not. had a beer before? I oh wow, that's not what I expected. Um, I get ready. I, f- get ready for a treat. I've had I've had a beer a time or two in my life, and uh, but they were like, oh, I, they asked like the people in the package store, like my son-in-law likes beer what should i get them and just basically grab whatever they want and it, they just so happen to grab like a, a trogues holiday mix pack which was pretty awesome huh. so yeah so i feel feel like i should uh i should have brought it on since you reviewed it just the other day gave it a a pretty pretty good review and um you know looks beautiful in my new yoda glass it's like nice nice clear red um red hint to it it smells smells good it does smell i get a lot of that Belgian-y, a Belgian-style smell, you know, that stereotypical Belgian smell, which, as everybody knows, I'm not really the biggest Belgian fan, but... I, I can tell you to put your worries to ease. Okay. Uh, my worries are being eased. It does not taste like that strong Belgian smell. So, let's let's see. I'm, I'm very curious. I mean, you made it sound so good. And I remember I've had this... I've had older variations of it, so let's see how it is. Yeah, and I'll be curious to know what your thoughts are... About this beer as compared to the other variations you've had. Mikey, I think he likes it. Mm. No, I do. It does have a little bit of the Belgian aftertaste, um, but it's not it's not it's not terrible. It like definitely gets mellowed out very, very, very nicely. Yeah, definitely a lot of that well, how would you how'd you just like plum, like a plum kind of kind of flavor to it? It's a stereotypical um, uh Belgian flavor. Yeah. Um nice and smooth, nice and clean. Um yeah, it's it's a it's a very solid beer. I'm trying to think if I can get if I'm trying to taste if I can get some of the other hidden notes because can you taste the honey and the cherries? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm getting it now. Um, I think I had to get past the uh, the the aftertaste, the, the 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 Belgian, you know. But no, that last sip definitely got both of those things. It's really nice. I mean, the honey is like a it, it keeps it nice and sweet, 
but like but like it's subtle enough where it's not like overpowering and then i get the cherries more towards the back end than i do anywhere else that's just me um and you know it's a very very solid beer i'm very very happy about it you asked and i do remember having a mad elf in the past that i thought was okay i didn't think it was like out of this world um i would have to go back on untapped and find out the variant and all that stuff um but this one's very good very very pleased with this one um i'm excited so Tud, See? yeah Tud, you did a good job did a good job picking up this beer <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm gonna give it a four okay uh, i gave it a is, four two five yeah which is very high considering of its belgian heritage for me um but who knows maybe maybe all this beer drinking has really started to change my beer palate and i'm starting to enjoy more more of the belgian stuff um i mean it happens it happens so we'll see but very good beer awesome so, thank you thank you santa <laughs> and as we, and as we all remember the uh, untapped rating was a 3.88 right right so unfortunately we can't tri- we can't you know give you that trivia because you would already know it and you know that's just not fair Right. Actually, I did not remember, but that's fine. <laughs> so that's my quick bonus beer. And I think, Tud, you need to hold hold up your end of the other part of the 2020. <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, my beer, I went into my fridge quickly and I grabbed the beer called Dogtooth Violet, an American wild ale by Trillium Brewing Company. Sounds awesome. Yes, so I decided to uh, you know go full opposite dichotomy between you know a really heavy eleven point eleven percent ABV milk stout to a six point two percent American wild ale to just really throw my palate for a loop. Hmm. And as you'll see, it's in my cool uh, Christmas Charlie Brown glass. Oh, that is cool. <laughs> go, guys, go check out the Instagram. Uh, not Thursday when this drops, but Tuesday. My other. My other day on the Instagram, and you guys will see a picture of the Charlie Brown glass. Yes. So, nose for this beer, I get a lot of lemon. Um, you could definitely smell the, the the tartness. Maybe a little bit of green tea. Yeah, I think those are the two flavors I get is, you know, lemon and, and some green tea. Uh, let's see how it tastes. Yeah. I mean, you had me at Trillium, so. <laughs> so, definitely not as sour as I expected it to be. Uh, based on the smell of the lemon, I was expecting something like really, really, really tart and this is more subdued tart uh more of like a saison ish i guess if if you had to compare it to something um i get a lot of lemon but not like not like powerful lemon maybe like lemon grass i guess is the mm. more like subdued lemon yeah um and you know i i get a lot of other not a lot of fruit um besides the lemon and you know a lot of floralness so a lot of plants uh maybe even some lavender i think lavender is lavender a drinking thing? That doesn't. I mean, I guess you could. I feel like, like when I breathe out, that's the flavor that my mouth tastes. It's like what <laughs> lavender smells like when it's in the air. Oh, so it's like a it's like a breath freshener as well. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. you got to smell good after you drink some beer, right? Right. So everybody around you, so the cops won't know you've been drinking beer. They'll be like, perfect. This, this yeah. guy just eats lavender or something. Yeah, exactly. I just take out <laughs> some lavender from the lavender bush and I, I chew go. on it. Nice. Awesome. Uh obviously it's it's really light. It kind of looks mm. like a Bud Light. It does. It's very uh it could very be very yellowy and fizzy. Could be a Bud Light from I didn't see the can, so. I mean, for all we know, that's for all we know it is a Bud Light. I mean, <laughs> that's it's what I'm just describing like random flavors that somebody's going to be like, "That wasn't what I thought it tasted like." Yeah, that's fine. 
that's what that's what beer's all about. It's pretty uh you know, it's up to your interpretation. Well, it's not, but it is. I'm not gonna bash anybody for <laughs> thinking what they know. Not everybody has a distinct palate like Tud does. Clearly. Yeah, exactly. I mean you hear me give people... a review every week and I'm like, uh, it's good. I don't know. <laughs> tastes like tastes like fruit and, and grass. So uh, fruit and grass. Fruit and grass is my favorite beer. You know, I don't think this is my favorite trillion beer. I'd probably give it maybe a three seven five. It's it's still good. Uh, you know, in full disclosure, they were two dollars a bottle. So hey, that, for a two dollars bottle, it's a great beer. That bumps it up a half point at least. Um, <laughs> delicious beer. Uh, three seven five. Not my favorite. I wish it was a little bit more sour. You know, given that it's trillium, I would imagine that Untapped is a lot higher than me. Probably, I'm gonna say four point one seven. Okay, well, you'll be surprised. Uh, out of the fourteen fifty four check-ins, um, it's only a three seven nine. So it, they were like right on track with you. Hmm. Maybe I overjudged the people of New England. Well, I mean, yeah, maybe. But I mean, I don't know. Wild ales to me, I know there's there because you said it was not a wild ale, right? It is a yeah. It's an American wild ale. Yeah. So for me, th- they're definitely of the sour like genre of beers, but they're not like. I don't consider them like one of the like true sour beers, you know, because they're always I don't know. I I haven't had many wild ales that are like, oh, man, like pucker, pucker your lips kind of sour. Um, I mean, I love them. They're very good, but that, I don't. That's what I'm going for. And I'm looking for a sour, a wild ale is something that make my lips pucker like oh, okay. a warhead. Mm, yeah, not so much me. I mean, I like I like my sours, but I mean, I like I like my sours fruited, though. The go the gozes are are growing on me, <laughs> so that's good. Um, but no, I like my wild ales, my saisons, and all that stuff. That they're all they're all really good. Awesome. But anywho, that was our very special, Obertless <laughs> second beer review. Um, yeah, next week when Joe Rogan's joining us, we won't be able to review four beers. Now, we'll probably be able to review like. 80 because he talks for five hours but that uh, is true i mean be prepared for a lot longer episodes of drinking alone with friends right <laughs> um but we still want to keep some traditions alive and uh that includes our our slightly mangled frosty frosty mug of wisdom this is yeah, the, now it's just a, a dual handle yeah this is the first this is the first mug we've dropped it before and um a handle has broken off but we keep it in this rare scenario where there's only two hosts. Right, um, when we're between co-hosts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> currently currently ISO co-host. Um, but we wanted to give you our life advice, life tips and hacks and tricks and, you know, Pokemon shiny hunting methods and uh, bad good movies, I guess, or something. So um, Everything you know. that Obert was grumpy about, we yeah. can now do. Right. <laughs> the world is ours. But anyways, uh, Ted, do you, gotta, do you got something to kick us off with this week or... Yeah, so so I'm going to do something that was that's been long in the making, and at first it was going to be a video game review, um, and then I was going to stretch it into two weeks and really piss Obert off and make it also a TV show review. But at the same time, you know what? Now that it's it's a little bit later, I'm just going to loop them all into one. And my handle this week is going to be the Witcher series in general. Okay. Uh, if anybody doesn't know, the Witcher is a book series a, a polish book series that came out in like the 90s i think um so go read those then they also came up with a series of games mm-hmm. the witcher the witcher 2 and the witcher 3 uh you can buy the witcher 3 for all current consoles 
um, and PC. Uh, Witcher 1 was only available on PC. Witcher 2 is on all game consoles, like 360, PS3, like that generation. Um, great, great games. Uh, I've read one of the books. It's a good book as well. And as of Friday the 20th, no, Friday the December 27th, the Witcher TV series premiered on Netflix. I did see that. I saw. It, I saw that it got released. I haven't seen it yet. So, it, so the series uh, show stars uh, Henry Cavill, and uh, if you guys don't know who that is, that is the guy who played the most recent Superman in the uh, Justice League movies. Um, he was fired from being Superman, but now he plays uh, Geralt of Rivia, the Witcher in the Witcher series. Um, He's a big Henry Cavill is a, a huge video game fan, so this is a role that he really pushed for. Uh, in fact, there's a rumor going around that uh, the when he received the phone call to say that he had won the job as Superman, he actually sent the call to voicemail because he was in the middle of a World of Warcraft raid. <laughs> That's awesome. So he, he huge uh, fan of the video game. He studied the games repeatedly to get the voice down for Geralt from the video games into the the show. It kind of jumps around a little bit. It, it almost follows the first book of stories called The Last Wish. Uh, I recommend people go watch it. It's it's awesome. If you guys like Game of Thrones, it's something that would definitely be up that alley. Uh, it's going to take a little bit to get used to because in Polish fiction, like their their main characters don't really show a lot of emotion. Uh, the rest of the world has a lot of emotion and, and detail, but the main character doesn't tend to. So his character is a little dry, but the world is just absolutely fantastic. So my handle this week is The Witcher, a whole as a series, video games, books, and TV show. Nice, yeah. I've definitely I haven't played The Witcher. Um, I feel like I'd like it because I know me. You would love uh, it if you like Skyrim, right? And I love, Skyrim. but you always wanted to have a better story. That's The Witcher. Yeah, yeah. I'll I I'll play it one day, but I don't know when. You could play it on your Switch. I could play it on my Switch, but how am I going to play Pokemon if I'm playing The Witcher? Do you even think about that? Yeah, but, you download The Witcher off the eShop. That way, you can play both Pokemon and The Witcher at the same time. There we go. Ah, we're talking. <laughs> no, so, but I was intrigued by the show, so maybe I'll check out the show. That'll be my gateway into there the you Witch, go into the Witcher because I can watch a show and play Pokemon at the same time. I think what people have to know about it if they're going to go watch the show, like you, is that he plays a it's a fan it's fantasy land, but uh, the Witcher is a monster hunter where basically their entire life journey is to hunt monsters and they're. They have slightly magical abilities, and they're slightly better fighters than everybody else around them. That's only because they go through like a trial and tribulation of becoming a witcher. Mm, um, they, okay. they really only exist to make money. They're like mercenaries. Oh, that's kind of cool. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. So, Chris, with that, what is your handle this week? So, mine is also, well, mine's a TV show. and The it's Witcher. A, it's, it's, it's The <laughs> Witcher again. Um, it's this show that I want to watch. No. Um but it's a TV show that I thought of today while I was at work, and I hadn't thought of it in a while. And it's called The IT Crowd, or The It Crowd. I don't know if you've ever seen that on Netflix no. or anything like that. It's a British comedy about these, well, there's like two guys that are like your stereotypical, like nerdy um, IT folks, you know? Like one's super, super nerdy, and the other one's like this like guy who like wears uh, sweatpants to work and stuff like that. Um and hmm. the entire show is them working uh, and they get a new boss and the boss knows nothing about IT. She like lies on her resume and stuff like that. And it's 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 pretty funny. Um, 
very dry humor it in parts um a lot of like really stupid jokes which i enjoy of course um and there was one part i'm not I'm, i won't ruin the whole thing but i was texting other co-hosts of the pod dan uh about it because we've joked about it in 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 real life before but about a fire a, a certain fire that happens and um it's just it, that it's it's just a very very funny show uh it was on netflix last i looked um but i haven't looked in a while so well let's let's pull up a prior handle of the pod the app just watch and type in the there it go. crowd there you go <laughs> the it crowd or it i always call it the it crowd other people call it the it crowd i don't know it is fully all five seasons are available on netflix there you go boom um but it's a great show if you like british comedies um and you like well pretty much if you like british comedies you're gonna like this show um very funny and a lot of the a lot of the bits and a lot of the the shit the stuff they talk about is like just really really good so um i suggest checking it out it stars that dude yeah that guy uh it stars uh chris o'dowd which he was if if you guys have ever watched bridesmaids he was the the love interest of the main character of bridesmaids yeah that guy is that you, like have the, you have you not seen Bridesmaids? No, I haven't seen Bridesmaids. Oh my god, are you serious? Yeah, no, what is that? Wait a second, time out. You haven't... <laughs> new handle of the pod. We're gonna slap a, a, a quickly glassed handle onto this mug. <laughs> um, Get the Gorilla Glue. You haven't watched Bridesmaids? No, what is, is it a movie? Yes! It stars like Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig, Maya Rudolph, Rose Byrne, uh, Terry Crews is on there. Oh my god, I can't believe you haven't seen Bridesmaids. Nope, haven't seen it. Okay, well, Chris, by the time you and I meet back up for the next episode of Drinking Alone with Friend, um, I'd like you to go watch Bridesmaids right now. <laughs> okay. Is it it's on available, Netflix? It's a, no, so it's available on HBO Go, HBO okay. Now. Okay, I got that. All right. Okay, so go watch it immediately, like tonight. Um, it's the funny, it's one of the funniest movies to come out in the past decade. It's up there when you look at, when you think of like funny movies, like super bad and, uh, knocked up in those, like it's in that same vein. Mm, okay. Hmm. It's a Judd Apatow film. It's fantastic. Go, go watch it immediately. You will probably piss yourself laughing. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll have to, I'll add it to the list. Oh, so, and we'll throw all those in the show notes as well. So if you're like me and you haven't seen Bridesmaids, you'll be able to, you'll be able to find it. Yeah, I, I can't believe... Wow. Like, I know you don't watch a lot of movies, but, like, that's one that, like, wow. Jason, Jason, you know, write into the, 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 the only two-person use, dawfpodcast at gmail.com, and let us know your opinion on Bridesmaids. I have a feeling that you like it. Okay. I, hey, listen, I don't see movies. I'm like, you know, I mean, I haven't even seen Toy Story 4. <laughs> I haven't seen Toy Story 4 yet, either. I'm waiting for it to hit Disney+. Plus. It will, probably soon. Yeah, I think they're saying like February, so it's not that far. So uh, with that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. Chris and I would like to thank the breweries that provided today's beers. Uh, first, I will thank uh, New Holland Brewing Company for Dragon's Milk Reserve Oatmeal Cookie Stout. And I will also thank Trillium Brewing Company for their Dogtooth Violet American Wild Ale. I would like to thank uh, Stone Brewing Company for their Enjoy by 1120. And I'd also like to thank Jenna for shooting me shooting it out this way. Uh, and I'd also like to Boo. thank I'd also Jenna. Like where's thank, my beer? I'd also like to thank Trogues uh, for their 2019 Mad Elf. 
Um, and I'd also like to thank Santa Claus for bringing this to me. We can always thank Santa. Always. Uh, please make sure you're going on all social media and following us at DAWF Podcast. Uh, that's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Untapped. Also, make sure you guys are going and uh, hashtag following the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we want to know your thoughts. Uh, Obert's not here anymore, so definitely send us all your general thoughts, your concerns, who you think our next co-host should be. Should it be Joe Rogan? Should it be Obert again? I mean, should we just bring him back and just kind of suck it up and have to deal with that? Also, you know, what are you doing when you guys listen to this? I want to know. I'm actually quite curious what our listeners are doing when they're listening to this podcast. Are you sitting at work? Are you taking a, are you taking a poop? I mean, we want to know. Just let us know. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing right now? Are you pooping? Are you not pooping? <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only two things we want to know. Pooping or not pooping, yes we or no. We want to know pooping or not pooping. Just send an email with Y or N. Right. <laughs> and we'll, we will know. <laughs> um, make sure you're going on to Patreon and subscribing uh, for as little as a dollar a month. You get a whole bunch of extra content. We are going to be populating a lot of that this year in 2020. Now mm-hmm. that we have a dedicated podcast editor yeah. that we didn't have before. Well. I mean, we had one, but he was working a lot, so now he's not working as much. <laughs> yeah, now he's basically retired. Yeah, I'm partially retired now, which is awesome, but it just gives me more time to focus on doing that kind of stuff and you know, getting back into the Instagram game because I've been, I've been bad and all that fun stuff, but it'll get better in 2020. And then also make sure um, you guys are going on to iTunes and giving us a rating. Uh, doesn't matter whether it's one star, five stars, two stars, three stars, or four stars, whatever. However you think we're doing, give us a rating. Let us know how you think we're doing. If you hate us, let us know what you think. I mean, leave a comment. Say, you guys suck. Tell us why. We'll try to improve. If you love us, go on there, give us a five-star rating, and tell us why you love us. You know, we'll make sure that we keep on doing that. Um, you know, and if, if it's too long to stick in there, send us an email. I mean, it's the best way to get in touch with us. We're a very interactive podcast. You know, get out there and, and let us know. Yeah. I was actually just about to say, I'm like... You know, it's been 70 episodes and now spanning two years. Well, you know, ca- well, three calendar years pretty much of this podcast. And like, you know, the folks that have listened for all 70 episodes and dealt with our poor quality and our, you know, lazy episodes and whatever it may be. And, you know, still reach out and say, you know, we've gotten like Merry Christmases, Happy Holidays, Happy Birthdays, like from all these folks. And it's awesome. Like, you know the the and of course like we made a lot of friends like jenna and jordan and and l and mark and brandon like all these people that are just awesome so thank you all very much um we're glad that you listen um and hope hopefully you continue to listen tell everybody that you listen uh, because we do love making the podcast and we love drinking beer so you know luckily despite the fact that we had to lose a co-host in the middle of it ah yeah i mean uh, who knows we'll see he, he might come back, but on probation. <laughs> yeah, you know, and one more thing you guys can do to really help us. And I know that, you know, this is kind of a longer episode. It's just two guys sitting around, drink a beer. Share this podcast with your friends. You guys are all, if you guys are listening this long, A, you either really like us, which we all know that's not the case. Or B, do you guys really like beer and you guys want to hear what, you know, people talking about different beers from around the country actually think about the beers share it right go on go on facebook hit the little share button and share it to your friend group because i'm sure you guys are friends with other beer f- lovers same thing with instagram just share it you know 
Tell your friends, spread the word. You know, if you guys need stickers, send us, send us an email. We'll send you out stickers so you guys can stick them up at your local breweries. I mean, just get the word out there. I mean, we're a we're a small little uh, podcast that talks about beer. Uh, I know that you know niche niche podcast, niche interest, but at the same time, it's one of the fastest growing uh, segments of the market today. So uh, just just help. Help two guys out. Don't help Obert out. Forget him. <laughs> but help to help these two guys out. So um, with that, to start 2020, my name's Tud. My name's Chris. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. Woohoo! Woo! Take that, Obert. Yeah, that's right. We can do a podcast without you. Yeah. He left. <laughs> I mean, he left saying that, that we would never get the, the ending right. Right. Yeah. I feel like our ending was awesome. Best, best Air high five. Yeah.